I do have a vague memory of one of these, like, sort of meme chains. It was just various, like, promotional pictures for animated movies where the celebrity is just stood, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold and their animal is either, the, like, yeah. huge or small. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so fucking weird. What was that, like, like weird vine that, like, remember that movie about the, like, the the yetis? And then it was like, Zendaya, Zendaya is Michi. Oh, Zendaya is Michi. <laughs> that was so fucking good. I remember how, I've, I have no idea why, but I remember this thing with Tumblr about how mad conservatives were about, there was just some, like, conservative blog con- complaining about the Zendaya is Michi yeah. video. And then, like, this is, this is why fucking liberal sjw feminist humor is so baseless and fucking cringe and everyone was like oh so you're um you're just mad that common is stonekeeper yeah it was (laughs) it was like yeah it was zendaya is michi and lebron james is guangi that was (laughs) that was it (laughs) wait wait should should this be our cold open is this our cold open it can't be, can it? It could be. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't plan. Yeah, the cold I love open. how we were like, we should have a cold open. Like, we should have something. I had else. cold open ideas, but it, this is what it became. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, uh, okay. We fuck up for like a whole week, and then we welcome back. Welcome to Vamanos Podcast, a Breaking Bad fancast. Join two obsessive bisexuals as we dissolve each episode in strong acid for two hours and sift through the gore for gay subtext. Heads up, this podcast contains strong language, mature themes, mature women, and spoilers for the entire show. Uh, how are you? How, how, how are you this week, Dom? I'm getting by. Is that a double entendre? What did I say? <laughs> he said, I'm getting by. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but should we, we should introduce ourselves quickly. Okay. Mm, okay. Um, can I introduce myself first mm-hmm. and just like go along with it? I have an idea. My name is Dom, yo. <laughs> wait, wait, what did she say? My name is Dom, yo. As in Del, yo. <laughs> and we're the hosts of... The freaking podcast, yo. <laughs> the freaking Vamanos podcast, yo. Don't you ever <laughs> listen to my husband's podcast again. Uh, yes, we are Dom and Del of the Vamanos podcast. I am Del. My pronouns are she, her. I'm Dom, yo. <laughs> my, my pronouns are 42069. My my wait, re, re, my pronouns are represent of the ABQ. Oh, we have so much. No, no, like we have so much to get into in this episode. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so if you didn't, <laughs> okay, if you didn't, if you didn't know until now. We are covering the ep- season one, episode two of Breaking Bad, Cats in the Bag. 
So this episode um, was directed by a man named Adam Bernstein. He also directed um, uh, seven other Breaking Bad episodes, including ABQ, which is the season finale of season two, Ooh. and Box Cutter. Mm-hmm. And the entire episode alone is written by Vince. And I feel like Vince, what I feel like in this show, Vince's favorite episodes are just like, when the plot is like super minimal, so you just get these insane one-liners. Like mm. I, I do sense that this is like a thing that Vince likes to do when he does solo episodes, and it shows mm-hmm. because some of the most iconic moments of the season are in this episode. <laughs> um. So before we begin breaking down everything like we usually do, Dom is gonna hit us with some trivia. Um. Am I? Am I? Am I right? Yeah. Cool. You, um, I'm going to hit you with the first bit of trivia mm-hmm. about the episode is that until when you started talking about the writing, I had completely forgotten that I was going to do this. And I'm... <laughs> I thought you said you knew that by heart. Literally the other day you were like, I can say the trivia on the fly. Like, it's no big deal. No, I was I was just going to, like, go on there and read it. Like I, I mean, you could do that. I end up doing so... I think technically, I own IMDb. The tri- actually, you know what? <laughs> IMDb's trivia about this episode is fucking atrocious. I'm just gonna read it. I'm just gonna read the two pieces of trivia that they could think of. I can't believe there's nothing else. According to this My Shout page, Jesse lives on 9809 Margot Street. Forty-seven <laughs> out of fifty-six found this interesting. No, there's one bit I saw in the goof section, and apparently, you know the bit where Walt is giving all the, like, stuff to Crazy 8, like he's rolling the toilet paper and stuff? Oh, yeah, there's like a there's There's, like, a part where the camera kind of goes like this, like it shakes, and it's because mm-hmm. apparently a member of the crew walked into it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's That's the only little goof that I know about this episode. I'm sorry, the other piece of trivia about the episode is that it picks up immediately after the first episode. Oh, yes, it does. Very useful, thank you, does. IMDb. It does. Oh, Do you want to just, like, jump into yeah, that? Yeah, let's just quickly jump into it, because I think that... I What I do like about this episode is that, like, again, like, because not... Like, a lot happens, but, like, it's not nothing, like, super thematic happens. So it's just, mm-hmm. like, shit going down. Um, yeah, so, at the moment they're just sort of dealing with the consequences yeah. of the first episode. So the episode opens with the god awful caco- cacophony, the god awful mm-hmm. cacophony that is oh. Skylar and Walt's post murder lovemaking, and Oof. it's just the most. I feel like lovemaking is a yeah coitus. I feel like coitus fits. <laughs> post murder coitus, heterosexual coitus. And it's just, it's just nasty. I it's just one of many uncomfortable Skylar Walt sex scenes that we have to look forward mm. to in this <laughs> in this show. Walt is so sweaty, <laughs> like extremely <laughs> sweaty. He nearly dies. Yeah, he, he pretty much like has a little like aneurysm or some shit. Like he like this literally nearly kills him. He fully is. Like literally, like going to evaporate. Like he's just, he's just so soaking, like sweaty. 
So they have sex, and then Walt, like, just stumbles naked into the bathroom and then, like, passes out on the floor, I guess. Classic Walt. Yeah, classic Walt. And I just... First of all, I'm surprised Skylar just, like, forgot... Skylar was like, oh, well, I'll I'll deal with this tomorrow. She went back to sleep because it was so disappointing. (laughs) Like, she went back to sleep. She's like, Walt? Walt? Like, and then she... He's like, "Eh, you know what? (laughs) She didn't give a fuck. Yeah, it was like... Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm going back to bed. Then, um, so then it, we kind of flash back to where Jesse and Walt are were in the desert when their caravan was still, like, or their RV was still, like, in the little ravine thing. I really like this scene and, as well. Yeah, and I, I wrote, Walt frantically destroys the videotape. And I said, he could have just deleted the file. More more <laughs> proof that Walt has no respect for other people's belongings. <laughs> <laughs> He was just like, like for all we know, Jesse's like, you know, high school memes could have been on that video <laughs> file thing. But he's just like fully just goes rabid dog. And, and it's also just so funny because it's like how serious he was in the last episode of like, mm. oh, my God. And then he just went, ah, shit, quick, throw it away. Don't let people know I was a little bitch. He, <laughs> all, the, all the dumbest things he does in this like the most important things that he does is that he throws some stuff away. Mm-hmm. He throws away his, he throws away his mask. Oh, and yeah. fucking nearly gets him. Oh my god! He throws away the videotape. Jesus Christ! Thank God he, <laughs> thank God, like they didn't know how to retrieve data. Yeah, back yeah. in the day, I guess they still don't. Mm. But I don't know how that works. Oh, apparently, you, it it takes an awful lot of destruction to really completely wipe mm. all of the data off something like that. So then um they end up asking like a come a comer buyer Native American man. I assume he's Native American, he could be South American. I have no idea. <clears throat> I have no idea. He doesn't say any mm-hmm. he has no lines of dialogue. Because he he has he has nothing to say that would like ever he just stands there because he doesn't believe a word. It's amazing. Yeah. This is the thing. I think it does serve the story that he's just, just He's just looking at these two white guys like, all right. But also in Hollywood, they don't pay people that don't have dialogue. So whenever I watch this, I just think about how he probably didn't get paid for that. And I was like, sadness. But he truly was acting his heart out. Like, just that disdain. It was an extremely good performance. It really was. It's just like, it it made me remember it seasons (laughs) later, where I was like, this is one of the funniest parts. Like, he was truly their hero, and what did he get? Wet money. (laughs) He just looks down at the wet money, like, I... (sighs) Man. (laughs) Yo, Walt starts, like, spinning these stories again. It's a really bad story. Walt, it's really bad, but the way that Walt tells it, he is a storyteller. Like, he's <laughs> an entertainer, and he knows how to just... Like, it's not believable at all. Everyone can see through his lies, like, 80% of the time. Mm. But, like, there's something about his charisma. Like, he's just like, oh, golly, oh, gosh, like, I spilled coffee all over oh, my like, pants. Oh, you spilled coffee all over my dang <laughs> pants. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Jesse's <laughs> eyes, like, exploded. 
Ugh, manic Mondays, am I right? And then the wet money is truly... What is it? Is it just like some chemistry shit that's spilled all over it in the van? I think it's all just like the chemistry juice. Yeah, that's... <laughs> the chemistry juice. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like sticky. There's like a viscosity quality to mm. it. Where I'm like, how is this little man gonna get that out? Like, And he just looks at him like... I mean... Like, and okay. yeah. <laughs> um, so then, yes, and Crazy Eight and Emilio's bodies are still in the back of the caravan. Um, they try to drive out of there, but <laughs> Walt's trying to turn the ignition, but it won't start. And then Jason's like, "You're gonna flood it! You're gonna flood the engine!" He's like, he "No, it. I know how to use your vehicle that I've never driven." <laughs> It's such he a fucking Walt explains. Like, oh my god, wait. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> Walt, like, Walt's the, that's what it's called, Walt explaining, because he truly mm. does do that. Like, he does Walt explain a lot. He's like, <laughs> Walt, this is the, like, um, <laughs> I love <laughs> There are very I... <laughs> few times in the show when he genuinely, like, asks someone how something works or how to yeah, do like those, something. Yeah, like those Spanish women in the last season. T- when he's asking them to clean the yeah he's like he assumes that he he's got he's totally got this and it's endlessly entertaining but so he ends up screaming at jesse like really losing his shit and like you kind of get a little freaked out you're like whoa he's really losing his shit and then he just gets into a coughing fit like a little sick pathetic man he is mm, this is one of the and many Jesse's times just when like... he's like yeah he gets all fucking joker mode and then near and then yeah. And then it's just cut in half by like his mortality. Mm. Like it's just, Jesse's and I just love looking at him that. like what the f- <laughs> He just he's so fucking I gotta confused. get out of here. <laughs> I think this guy's dying. Is the exact same look that Skylar gives him right after the coitus, like The Coitus. The coitus. Yes. <laughs> I just I I think those are some of the most emotionally st- the strongest emotional moments are when Walt's on going on his like tirade of like abusive mm. like verbal abuse shits and then it's just cut immediately by you're dying bitch <laughs> you're a dead you're a dead man you're going to die a sad little dead man and it's just like it really hits you because for some reason you forget like yeah. you completely forget the same way he forgets. does yeah. What, yeah what I've just thought of which I think is quite interesting is that um I think if it weren't for the fact that he was, like, constantly going into coughing fits and, like, clearly, you know, everyone kind of pities him at that moment. Yeah. And if he didn't have, if he didn't have lung cancer, then he probably would have gotten killed a lot quicker, which is extra funny because he fucking hates being pitied um, and doesn't realize that being pitied has saved his life a lot of time. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God, this man. So then they end up. So then, um, okay. Yeah, I wrote. Walt well, a... wants to go their separate ways. Never speak of this again. And Jesse agrees. And then they end up starting the engine, only to the realization that Crazy Eight is still breathing in the back of the RV. Very very high stake shit. Um. Then Walt wakes up naked on the bathroom floor. <laughs> <laughs> like flashing back the next morning post coitus post 
post post murder coitus. Mm. Walt is butt naked on the bathroom floor. Skylar is like, Walt, are you okay in there? Did you shit yourself today? Did you shit? <laughs> and he's just like, there's something about his just pathetic ass face, bro. He's just, it's, <laughs> I'm really going to rail in on Walt in this episode because he's just such a sad little man. <laughs> like, It's just, it's so hard for me to believe that like, m- like, like men think this guy is like a fucking G. <laughs> like he's like it's he's been like this so pathetic from day one. I think that's and, like, like the you know part of the appeal. Yeah, like we we get the fans kind of get attached to him through his um struggles, and then mainly like they remember their attachment to him, but the only things they remember him doing is like. Whoa, he's such a badass. He blows up a building. Yeah. He's so, he's and he so w- cool. He walks away from it. Like... He walks away from it like, do, do, do. So then after that, we get the little, we get the title intro, which is. Considering how many times I've seen this fucking opening, I have no memory. I can't recreate it in my head. I just have the Better Call Saul one in mind. But yeah. this is better. Whereas, mm. whereas like That's... the fucking the better the Breaking Bad one just sounds like the beginning of a Post Malone song. And it's just... <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I mean? <laughs> I get it. <laughs> um, but that happens. So that was our, I guess, our cold open. Mm. Um, then we skip to breakfast and look. <laughs> we had a weird bra story. I need a bell to read. I need a bell to ring. For when there's what? a weird bra story. I hate this Yeah, scene. we'll do it. I'll put a little bell sound effect. Yeah. Walt, Walt, so Walt tells, this. like, a, like there's, like, this awkward silence at the table, and Walt feels the need to fill this silence with, like, a really creepy story about it. his senior female students. And basically, he basically says, like, oh, a funny, it's, like, a really funny thing at work that basically you think we're it's letting gonna the be senior funny? kids... Yeah, and we're letting the senior kids, you know, pick their own photographers for their senior photos. But some of the girls are like, you know, posing a bit more revealing and the teachers are are having to go through all the photos and kind of, you know, be like, hey, this is inappropriate, whatever. We're being forced to look through all of these pictures of these these little girls' um, cleavage. And um, and persecute. he just says like even the he says like even the small titted girls like even the have cleavage. Small ones what does he have say? Cleavage now. There's and the funniest some kind of new brazier. <laughs> yeah, and the funniest bit is that not it's not like no one cares. Like like they're not they're not even like they're not even disgusted. It's it's the it, there's no stakes to this story. It's fucking boring and it sucks. It's not funny. Like they're not even like Skylar and Junior. They don't even look at him like they Dad. That's weird. They, they just don't, don't even react. They're so they done with him react. from day one. I just said, oh, I wrote. It really shows how inconsequential everything Walt does. Um, everything Walt does is <laughs> literally no one cares. Like he literally spent a whole day the day before murdering people, basically making drugs and he comes home and all he has to tell is that weird ass titty story and no one gives a fucking shit like it's just like nothing nothing matters is the story true 
is the question I'm just asking myself. I assumed it was. Junior's a sophomore. Wouldn't Junior also know about this? I don't know. I mean, I've never. I don't think we really see him talk to girls. No, we don't. <laughs> so sorry, sorry, Flynn. <laughs> sorry, Flynn. Oh, I forgot about Flynn. So then, Jesse calls and pretends to be like AT and T or something. That's like actually that. actually really is... like quite quite well done. He fucking has it on the ball there. Like just for a minute, you think that Jesse is like. The competent one. <laughs> no, that's the funny thing. Jesse, like Walt, is the is the irresponsible one. Mm. Walt does the biggest fuck ups, and Jesse basically calls and is like insinuating that he wants Walt to pick up, and Walt like, does, and he says, "Crazy Eight's awake. Like, what am I supposed to do?" He's like, "Um, I'm having breakfast with my family right now, so actually, I can't." Um, is that pretty much what he says? I just wrote. He says that Crazy Eight's awake. Mm. He's quite good at like. That sort of double speak that he does on the phone with Jesse sometimes, where he he'll sort of. I mean, I think in his head he thinks he's doing it perfectly. Like obviously, it's it's like weird and off, and everyone around him knows that something's off. So then uh, he hangs up and just says like, ah, oh, he oh he says I'll come. He like kind of lowers his voice and says I'll come by after school. And then Jesse's like, I can't wait till then. He's like, well, you're just gonna have to, basically. And um, I don't repeat you. I don't appreciate you calling me. Yeah, and Walt leaves and goes to school, and then I love this. <laughs> then okay, wait, I wrote it down. So Skylar calls back the number to like check who it was, and then we hear <laughs> the iconic Jesse Pinkman answering the same message, which is, would you like me to read it out? I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. Yo yo yo! One to the four, one to the four eight. Wait, one to the four to the eight to the three. Wait, one four eight three to the three. <laughs> wait, let me let me do that again. <laughs> wait, yo yo yo! One four eight three to the three to the six to the nine. Representing the ABQ. What up, biatch? Leave it at the tone. <laughs> and it's that's the most amazing, aggressive, writing. aggressive answering message ever and it also is so like like real of that era where everyone mm. had like we're like oh what kind of like quirky phone and message like me- could i leave like- it was so it was still so new we can't blame them <laughs> perfect writing it's just the it's the unnecessary charisma and energy <laughs> he's putting into this and I don't understand what he means with representing the ABQ. Like, is he Albuquerque? He's representing like, the ABQ, you know? Representing the ABQ. And then just the insert of, what up, biatch? is just like, it's. I think it's the origin of like, there's a big thing of like, oh, Jesse says bitch a lot in the show. Mm. He kind of doesn't. Like, like, like he, he says it, like, in these, like, very specific lines, but it's not, like, mm. a thing that he just always says. Yeah, I think he says it, like, enough that it catches on. Yeah, like, Gatorade me bitch was probably, like, the biggest one. <laughs> and that wasn't even, like, wasn't that, like, some kind of, like, imaginary sequence that he was, like, he was, like, yeah, if I was doing that, I'd be, like, Gatorade me. Like, he was just, like, explaining mm. some kind of imaginary scenario or something. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even, like, in real time. But um, this was, I, be- I believe, probably the origins of, like, the Jesse and the-, and the word bitch and how it becomes 
part of his kind of iconic vernacular, despite him not using it as often as we think he does. Mm-hmm. Um, well done. What up? Amazing writing. Iconic. And it's the way he says tone as well. Look at the tone. Yeah, he doesn't pronounce the N. He just goes tone. Ooh, we are we're going after Jesse Pinkman for appropriating certain cultures <laughs> for his black scent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting on Twitter right now. Yeah, so Skylar is shocked. Detective Skylar's right on the case. Detective Skylar. It's amazing how quick like what walks out the door and she immediately starts investigating, <laughs> following exactly the right clues. It's it's perfect. <laughs> I like that she's not even like really that shocked. Mm. She's just a bit confused. She's just like she's like, I'm gonna follow this up. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, hmm, that sounds a bit weird. I'm gonna fix this. Then we are transported to Walt's teaching, and he so he goes on this kind of tirade, not not tirade. He goes on this kind of like lecture. He sort of rambles about on two things being the same but different. Oh yeah, and, and then like, he bring he brings in like totally. <laughs> Bums out the vibe by bringing up um like birth defects in the fifties. Yeah, yeah. He's like, one thing could really help the woman who's pregnant, but the other thing could really cause terrible birth defects. And I'm like, I'm like, isn't your son like a person of disability? Like, yeah, yeah. He's talking about these two things, and he's like, oh, you know, one thing they're both the same, even though one is good, one is bad. Is it like a metaphor for like who he is, like the two sides of the law? Ooh. Because what I love, what what I think is interesting about Walt is that not only does he think that everything he's doing is justified, like ethically, mm-hmm. there are some instances in the show where he really does talk about whether or not things that are illegal should be illegal. Mm. Like there's, he has a conversation with Hank at some point, where he's like, "Oh, you know, uh, coke used to be legal, so like, shouldn't that mean it's good?" Like, like, and I sometimes I think he gives that... me like really bad vibes of like kind of libertarians in on the internet who are like, <laughs> "What if the child consents though? You know that the age of consent in some countries is much lower. Maybe it should be yeah. lower here." Um, I am in okay. Japan. It's like, yeah. thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> my, my my i'm actually justified by this obscure shit that um i'm gonna use to make myself feel better yeah basically i think there could be like some kind of thematic reference here of walt being like you know two things are the same but one's different and whatever and i don't know maybe if i'm maybe i'm reading too close into it but it seems like there's something there also the student, a student says, "Hey, Mr. White, is this going to be on the murder?" And it's like one of it's those like weird kind that of this like scene on that they only do this once in the whole show. Yeah, where like they do they do a, a double take hallucination yeah. guilt thing. Yeah, they that's really weird because that's like such a um like a very tropey thing. Like it's it's super like ooh how do we how do we uh, examine Walt's guilt? Um, and it was like. Oh, it's reflecting on his students saying it. I don't know, but and then they never really use that device again. Yes, I guess they, you know, didn't really need to. Yeah, exactly. But he, also, he kind of leaves his guilt behind after this. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but also, that kid that says, "Is this going to be on the murder?" His name is Bam. His name's Bam. 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 He goes, "Uh, yes, 
Bam, it, it might be on the midterm. Like, Bambi? I'm like, Bam? I know, I'm like trying to think, like, is Bam short? Bambi? Bambi! <laughs> is Bam short for something? <laughs> Bam, Bam, Bamlin? Bamdell? Bam, 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 like, Bam, 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 <laughs> Bam, 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 um, is the victim of one of Walter White's weird hallucination, like, class moments. He's had a lot of, like, weird class moments. Every, just... every scene that he does <laughs> in school is sort of a treasure, because it's, it's like a little window into how everyone sees him, his public perception. Yeah, and no and one it's... fucking, like, cares. Yeah, no... unfailingly is just that this guy's an weird old white guy who... <laughs> cannot like talk to people or like and it's just no one the people give him like the his students give him like the bare minimum respect (laughs) will interact with him in a transactional way of like will this be on the thing that will determine like if i pass this yeah like you're my teacher but i don't like you (laughs) also the classes are huge Mm. how many kids are in that class under 30 40 right mm. so many kids in there like literally like in high school we'd have like maybe 20 a class jesus a class it was very small a fucking nice school then <laughs> all my classes were like 30 kids so then we go back to jesse at his place and okay jesse's, jesse's trying on makeup jesse the mua <laughs> jesse the mua steps forward <laughs> And this is the thing. I I guess it's his his it's aunt's it's his aunt's makeup. Look, how long has yeah. his aunt been dead? How long has that makeup been in there? Jesse, check the expression that you don't want to break out, especially because you've got an open wound on your eye and eyebrow. Well, look, we, putting... we we've all been there when we first tried <laughs> using our aunt's makeup. You know, just because we were curious. <laughs> There's just more evidence towards my fucking eight, like. Okay, he's, he's. I just love how Jesse applies his makeup because it's like coming from a place of insecurity, and I just think it's very cute how he's like, he's like, oh, my my fucked up eye is so like swollen. Although later I realize it probably is because he had to leave the house. Yeah, I mean he ha- he has to like cover this up somehow. Yeah, even if it's not very. But well. I, I I like to think that he just like needed like a little self confidence boost. And just thought this was actually nothing to do with going out. He just, you know, he kind of had an idea that he should probably cover up the black eye, but then he realized he kind of wanted to, you know, experiment. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He goes to the drawer, moves past the concealer, finds the lipstick and the mascara. And <laughs> he the runs eyeliner. out to fucking. He keeps going with the he's eyeliner. Running after over crazy it. eight, he's got he's got like full <laughs> woman from Mulan vibes. <laughs> from <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, so Jesse. Wait, let me go back to my notes. Um. Yeah, Jesse is now an MUA. That's that's canon. <laughs> um. Crazy Eight escapes out of the RV and starts, like, kind of, you know... Stumbling like, down. St- stumbling down the road. Like, his face is all fucked up. Like and it's just it's just wheezing. scary. He looks like a Walking Dead zombie. He looks nasty. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty creepy. And it's, like, down a really nice, like, suburban white neighborhood. Like Get this filthy just... man out of, out of this <laughs> nice white suburb. <laughs> 
Then Walt is driving to Jesse's and he sees Crazy Eight like that interaction is so wild. He's like, no, because- "Hey man, <laughs> hey, hey, you alright, dude?" And he's like, "And then he's like, <gasps> oh, <not> you <laughs> <laughs> runs into a fucking tree." <laughs> I know. Oh, I just love you know what makes them funnier? It's there's no music. There's like, nothing. It's, silent. it's completely. <laughs> It feels like you're there in real time, you know? Like, it's mm. just, like, there's just, like, this weird, like, suspensefulness about how there's no music. Because mm. it's just nothing. It just feels like it's just all happening at once. Yeah. Um, Walt then grabs him and puts him into his car and Bumbles brings him back. a man into the back of his car in broad yeah. daylight. No one sees Very it. Very smart man. And I just said, this is another example of how Walt gets away with a majority of his actions due to his white privilege. Because what the fuck? Like, like how? There's got to be dumb luck as well, though, right? Like, I mean, I guess they kind of go back on that when they um they get someone call the police on uh Chuck in Vertical Soul. But you're right, like, damn boy. I'm just out there, shit in the bed, broad daylight. So then we're back to Skylar, the detective. I literally wrote Skylar, the detective. <laughs> um, she finds Jesse's entire information okay. and website yes. by just reverse searching his name and this phone number. Very, I think this is very smart detective work of her, because this is like a website that I assume people know exist, but probably doesn't don't use very often he's remarkably easy to find yeah i think there are things that you can do if you look up numbers i'm assuming his numbers linked to his website or something i don't know how things worked in the 2000s yeah i just put i i I put like why would jesse have a captain cook website because he's so stupid he is as walt might add so stupid and then also connect it to his main like landline phone number i don't think he thinks about like adults or his family or anything ever getting involved in his life like his his answer phone is purely for his mates you know what i mean no i just i just think it's so funny because like he makes such a big deal like i don't eat where i shit like bitch you like compromise your home (laughs) phone number and your name and your face there's photos so really like Skylar is a better investigator than than the entire DEA because they could have just looked googled Captain Cook and his entire (laughs) website would have popped up (laughs) they're like oh we're looking after a we're looking for a um a fucking meth chef called Captain Cook um what if we googled it and found this website (laughs) I'm going to read out this whole first bit. Oh no, I haven't actually read this properly, so this is... Okay, Crystal Ship, Captain Cook's cool picture of Jesse, like... Status. What would you call that? Like a, like um, drying your hands? As a white person, I would say, dang signs? Several question oh. marks. <laughs> Status, single baby single. Here for hookups body type lean and mean ethnicity i'm totally cool with ethnics black mexican whatever as long as you're smoking hot yo i thought he was talking about himself (laughs) like he's like he's lean and mean (laughs) he is i I don't know oh shit i don't know 
Maybe he is because lean and mean. Jesse is just because Aaron Paul is quite lean, and you know, quite mean. He is. <laughs> his body's lean. <laughs> <laughs> well, in in New, in New Zealand, mean means like cool. Mm. So maybe it's translated into some kind of Albuquerque and slang. I think lean and mean just sort of you know, lean mean cooking machine. <laughs> is that what it wrote? No, but that's oh. what I'm thinking. <laughs> anyway, the, you know, the main takeaway here is that he's totally cool with yes. ethnics. Um, good for him. We love a... We love a uh, ally. A di- <laughs> an ally. We love a diverse king. And, um, you know, open-mindedness. We do love it. Mm. Um, as long as you're smoking hot. I just... <laughs> I just love how the music immediately starts. And do you remember when everyone used to make websites like back in the day and oh, people would yeah. put like fucking mic hem like as soon as they <laughs> open the mm. website? Yeah, so there's like <laughs> there's like funky music going on and she's just like like you you might as well have had like a fucking vine quick zoom into her face as this happened. It was so And beautiful. then she reads like MILFs what is, oh, what is the MILF Okay, bit? yeah. I've got the general interests as well here. Um, for starters, you've got to sort of, she scrolls through a bunch of pictures of, like, naked women, um, semi-naked women, uh, a drawing that he'd done of a semi-naked woman with a katana. Like, early on, they, they established that he's, he's got some art skills there. General interest. Fine herbage. Keeping it real. (laughs) Jurio. Jurio. Keep. Sorry, Juroki Kung Fu, blue belt with shuriken certification, banging the skins with my smoking band, twat hammer. Twat hammer! Oh my god, I didn't European realize that they... motocross. <laughs> Plan to attend wheelie school in Vegas this summer. Milfs, 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 milfs. I didn't know that they they planted twat hammer this early in the show. Oh my god! And then Skylar says milf. What's a MILF? And Ooh. I couldn't decide if that's also trying to establish that Skylar is in fact a MILF. And part of the comedy is that she doesn't know what it is, even though she she's is... finding out that she's a MILF in real time. Because is she a MILF? I think Anna Gunn is beautiful, but like, is Skylar a MILF? You know what I mean? I <laughs> <laughs> two different it's things. Great... <laughs> <laughs> it is. I'm I'm tempted to say yes, she's cool enough for it, if that makes sense. Yeah. We all know she's down bad. And <laughs> and she likes older there men. There are a lot of guys who like kinda go after her as well. Yeah, that's like, true. A lot. Oh my she gosh. is she is she is shown in the show to be desirable. Yeah, she's very she's very desirable. You know, I agree. Skylar, I think that makes her a MILF. Skylar is a MILF. Um, you know who I miss, who I wanted in this episode at least once, Marie. There's no Hank and Marie There's in this no, whole episode. Like is there? I can, I can, I can accept a lack of Hank because we do get a lot of him. I miss Marie. There's something about Mrs. Kettleman in Better Call Saul that just, just I want, I want Marie because <laughs> I just, I just love Marie so much, and for some reason I just felt like this one, like a little. Like a little bit of the, a little, a little bit, bit of, of Marie, yeah. But Maybe a little bit she's Marie not here. There. So then we go mm. back to Jesse's place. Oh, and... sorry, one more thing. Oh yeah. Education, Win High School, Divry University, Data Systems Management, the streets, yo. 
Jesse's so interesting because he's like he's, he's like not white trash. Like he's like like he's like from a quite well well off family and mm-hmm. he he just like is you know has chosen a certain path and then is quite a successful drug dealer and I guess cook. Would you say drug chef? No, a cook. Drug manufacturer. A manufacturer. Mm. And yeah, he he really subscribes to this kind of like quote unquote white trash like personality. And it's so He's funny. he's very into his like hood vine moments. Yeah, it's hilarious because I think it's so real that like boys even now like in some form white boys will appropriate some form of like street culture quote unquote Mm. and it's just i love that breaking bad is just like so in touch with that in jesse's character because he just thinks he's the fucking coolest person in the world and part of me likes that part of me likes that jesse just has this amazing sense of grandeur about himself like he's just like I am schooled by the streets. Like that is not like that is a fact about me that I want to share with others and brag about it on my website. He thinks he's hot shit, <laughs> and I think like it's a great way to kind of bond him and Walt together because the main like source of both their comic relief is their like fucking ineptitude when it comes to like their social status. Like they both think that they're hot shit sometimes and no one really cares like when he goes in and he's crazy eight and he's like yo you should get that dog to bite cops on the ball <laughs> and he's just like looks at him like my dog will kill you right now if you don't shut up like oh it's so good so then we go yeah so we're back at jesse's place Walt and jesse are trying to figure out what to do with um emilio's body and with crazy eight and then Walt like randomly starts he's to- like he's a He's a businessman. <laughs> yeah, he starts to like try and like re- like ask Jesse if Crazy Eight or I guess Domingo now because he is Domingo in Better Call Saul if he has the capacity for reason. And I think this is just another example of Waltz just like like he tried to kill him like it's like really violently kill. He's him. really trying to like worm out of it. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, dude, perspective like. Like I get he tried to kill you first, like Ferris, but like you all you like he's like half dead, you know, like I don't think he's ready for that. And even Jesse's like, Are you fucking insane? Jesse's like, like, Oh yeah, please don't <laughs> hunt down and kill my whole family. Um we'll just call it square. He knows what's up, but Walt will not admit it to himself. Then Crazy Eight wakes up, they hear they put him in the basement and they hear him kind of through the like AC unit thingies? I don't know. A lot of tension in this bit. That, like, grate that leads down there. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's so funny that Jesse does, like, this little spiel where he goes, yo, if it were me, I would have done this. And that kind of sets the bound, like, sets then what course of action. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Jesse just goes, if it were me, like, I'd be doing all this shit, bro. Like, I would. <laughs> it's so funny. And I, I just think that's one of the funniest bits about it really, like, I don't know if this is the right word infantilizes jesse's character a lot because he's just like i like it though he's just like a dumb kid at times i think like we're treated to a lot of these moments when it's like oh jesse's so dumb but 
in retrospect, you're like he's like oh, twenty Jesse. or something, isn't he? Yeah, he's like he's like barely a grown up. He is he is not ready for any of this, and he's been plunged into the deep end. He doesn't deserve it, and he's not. He was ready. blackmailed into it. Yeah, he was blackmailed into like this shit, and then immediately like. I don't think he's ever he's never he's never really hurt anyone before. Like all evidence leans to the fact that he's just a low level drug guy who hangs out and is an idiot but is completely harmless and nonviolent. Yeah, and I just love and that. Walt oh, he's just like turns them in a murderer. It's just he's just like, if it were me I'd be doing this, if we'd be doing that. So then Jesse ends up getting a bicycle chain like lock. And he smart thinking. Though. Yeah, I know Jesse. Oh my god! Um, so then he's tested out on himself, and then he puts it around Crazy Eight's neck. And I wrote, "He looks so proud of himself." <laughs> he like does it, and then he like kind of like looks at Walt, like, "That's right, I thought we something. fucking sorted it." Yeah. <laughs> he's not gonna crawl around anymore. Oh no! So ba- yeah, so then they're in the kitchen, and they're like, "Oh, what do we do?" Like, and they kind of come to the conclusion that they're gonna have to kill Crazy Eight. And they're like, oh, how do we decide to do it? And Jesse's like, I'm not good with dead bodies, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you, Jesse. Like, most of us aren't. <laughs> and uh, then they decide to flip a coin. And it's just like, there's one thing that is really prevalent in this first season of Breaking Bad where, like, they'll have, like, a kind of <laughs> dong, like, line of dialogue so, like, they flipped it, and then Walt loses, and he has to kill Crazy Eight. And he goes, best two out of three. And it's like, and then it's just like, you know what I mean? Just a little, like, before the ad break, little sentence. Like, a little bra moment to keep you sated. So, yeah. Jesse wins the coin flip, the coin toss. And then Jesse ends up going to the store to look for the containers. This is a scene when, yeah, Walt is such a... This is the first point where I'm like, oh, he's a bad teacher. Just explain why he needs to use the specific containers. It's literally... Yeah, it wasn't that... It wouldn't have been that hard if you were a good teacher. Is it too late to change... Is it too late to change this to the water white hate watch? (laughs) That's what it is, isn't it? It really... I mean, (laughs) Breaking Bad is a Walter White hate watch. Like <laughs> it's it's all water white hate watch baby. Right, like that's what I find so funny. Like Vince, I convinced Vince hates Walt. Like he's just the worst, and that's what's so fascinating <laughs> about his character is that he's just a fucking little bitch, terrible teacher, terrible father, terrible husband, <laughs> terrible <laughs> brother-in-law. Like he just sucks. Like he's really bad, and. There's an opportunity, like, Jesse's like, why do I have to get these specific polyethylene containers? And Walt goes, you're, you're well, not allowed. you failed. Yeah, you failed, my, you failed my science class when you were, like, 16. So, um, not going to tell you again. You already missed it. Exactly. And it and just feels superior. It bothers me so much. I'm like, you could have avoided so much. Jesse's obviously mm. struggled academically. He's asking you a genuine question because it's in his best interest to know about science. He something doesn't that you cut know. A body in half. And then he just goes, I'm gonna tell you. Oh my fucking god, it pisses me off so much. Right. Um Walt, this is one of the funniest and I think best like visually compelling 
scenes of this episode, Walt starts to like look for <laughs> weapons to like conceptualize a- how he's gonna <laughs> kill Crazy Eight. And it's such a good insight into his brain. It's so good. Every time he picks something up, you kind of you get the image of how would he do it. So like he picks up a hammer, mm. and for some reason I can see him. He's like thinking about wait, how would I? Would I? Um, yeah, he's like swinging the hammer around. Like, could I? No, no, I couldn't. Like, it's just like no, I-, I love it, and I, you know what I really like? Mm. I thought they were gonna do like a cheesy like detective like insert shot of like. You know, like some kind of Edgar Wright shit, like like insert of him, like like killing um Crazy Eight with all these weapons, and be like, mm, no, I don't like that one. But instead, it makes you develop that image in your mind about Walt. It like kind of makes you use your imagination, and I like that. It was also a really great little bit of um, visual storytelling when he gets the gun out of the bag and like he's like looking at the gun and he's like, damn, could I? Do I know what I'm doing? And I'm thinking, man, it's gonna make such a loud noise, you dipshit. And then just like pan over to the bag. Yeah, it's just like it's fucking sweet. I love it so much. It's one of my one of the str- the strongest parts of the episode is just like him being a fucking dumbass trying to visualize and conceptualize how he's gonna commit a murder. Okay, I all right. I know we I know we hate Walt White in this house, but. <laughs> I think this is this is fairly relatable stuff. Um, if you were trying to murder someone, you'd be like, "What? Um, um, knife? Oof, no. What if? What if this? No. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the thing that sets us apart from Walter White is that we probably wouldn't have ended up choosing our weapon at the end of the scene. Yeah. So then. It's so then he I just I wrote he goes on to shoot it with the gun and drops the plastic bag and then he kind of decides like maybe I should like try and like pamper this guy I don't know what was running through his mind he just like he goes down with the bag and he's like all right I'm gonna do this and then crazy eight's awake and there's this horrific moment of eye contact and realization when Walt realizes he he can't face this man and kill him right now um yeah so yeah he he ends up giving him some provision provisions he gives him a grilled cheese sandwich i've got this i've got this written down like the list of stuff he had he's like he just like slides him off some water you get like this whole shot of just crazy eight's reaction as it happens as well which is really really good he like slides over the water and some more water and he's like okay sandwich interesting a bucket, right? Paper just like rolls across. And he's like, "Fucking hell, man!" <laughs> and then the hand sanitizer. And at this point, he's not reacting at all. He's just staring right at Walt. Like, you fucking kidding me, man? I love it. That was the bit I said earlier where the camera, some camera assistant walked into the camera. So oh, the camera kind of like shakes when he rolls the toilet paper across. It like she mm. wobbles a little bit. I just no, it's love because it. Because the toilet paper is really heavy. It's super like le- yeah. <laughs> It's just super comical. Like it's very, it's very camp. That that mm. bit, like visual comedy. Like you feel the awkwardness with the toilet paper roll. It's such good. It's such good comedy. Yeah, it's very very good. So then, um, Walt then ends up smoking weed because he's like really oh, anxious. He rolls the worst blunt I've can... ever seen. One of the things that was like a goof on IMDb 
was oh, that? Oh yes, I've got this. I've got this already. Yeah, yeah. Um, goof character error at thirty minutes ten seconds. An intelligent man like Walt can't yeah. figure out how to roll a joint. <laughs> mean and rude. Fucking didn't you actually? You did need to lean into him. That that. We get some flashbacks about Walt in later episodes when he was involved in Grey Matter. He was kind of like a cool dude. Like, he was a good-looking man. Like, people respected him and his intelligence. There's no way Walt's never smoked pot. At least once. Apparently not. Like, what the fuck? How does he have no clue how to... Even, like, wouldn't old men, like, know how to roll a cigarette? Like, surely that would be his generation. He never smoked at all. Like, I think... I mean, if he's ever smoked weed, he's, like, one of those kind of, like sad edge of the group kind of bitches who kind of like your friend rolls it for you and you just sort of chip in occasionally anyone in particular you're talking about (laughs) yeah you never (laughs) um just for people who are listening on spotify dom pointed at themselves this is not an admission of guilt (laughs) this is not an admission of guilt yeah he just has difficulty rolling the, the spliff Difficulty is a fucking understatement. I've realized I actually I I need to talk about this scene more because it's so it's so good. He wastes a lot of paper and a lot of weed. He on does. This. He's like he's like out of weight. Fuck, and it breaks, and he's like and he like and he licks it really grossly. It. He licks it weird, and then he like he puts two bits of paper together and rolls them, and then he lights it on the stove like a fucking cartoon character. It was just so good. And then when Jesse walks in, he's just, like, fucking reclined by the window, just, like, fucking just smoking into the air. Fucking Matty fucking smokes out here. It's amazing. Matty smokes! Matty fucking <laughs> smokes. Matty fucking smokes. That is, like, that might <laughs> be a deep the cut. ABQ. Walt is, like, reclined back. He's smoking. Jesse comes home and thinks it's the most hilarious shit ever. Like, honestly, it is the funniest like, shit ever. It is the funniest Mr. shit. Mr. White smoking weed. That's so good. And then he realizes that he, Jesse, he's been trying to smoke his weed. And I totally get why Jesse's pissed because Jesse's been like really thinking about like, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to fucking cut this yeah, guy he's open. He's been out all day, like trying to, trying to figure out how to fucking melt a guy. You've been buying acid and thinking about it all day. He gets home. And fucking what it just from his perspective it looks like Walt has Yeah. From his perspective it looks like Walt's just been at home like like smoking. (laughs) 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 So I I I honestly get the frustration when the team member doesn't want to do anything. So Yeah, um and you know in, in Walt's defense he hasn't just sat around smoking weed. He's also made a guy a sandwich um and giving him supplies. <laughs> yeah, some provisions. Um, so then what else did I write here? Uh I said Walt suggests cutting the body in two and then <laughs> I wrote I wrote Walt suggests cutting the body in two. Jesse rep- um Jesse replies with, I don't suppose you could kiss my ass. And then I said I said, very kids bop insults, Jesse. <laughs> like it's just it's just so tame. It's so funny. I don't suppose you could I kiss my I do like their, their rapport in this episode because they're so like, they're bouncing off each other a lot in this. It's like, I don't suppose you could, you know, put put some of him in one barrel and some of him in the other. I don't suppose you could like fucking, you know, 
wipe this down. You know what I mean? They it's are a married couple. Beautiful. One of them, mm. their help marriage oh. is healthier than scholars and wolves. <laughs> you know that ain't true. Anyway. This is one of my favorite parts of the episode. I know they say that whenever whenever anything happens in this episode, <laughs> but this is truly one of my favorite scenes. The pregnancy appointment. Oh my god. So is he still high in this scene? I don't I think so. I think he is, right? <laughs> I like think he's so. like, whoa, the miracle of life, man. <laughs> so good. So Walt and Skylar are at their pregnancy appointment, basically checkup, and it's revealed that they are in fact having a girl. Um, not gonna lie, look, I don't want children like remotely. Like I don't want kids. Whenever I watch uh-huh. anything where people are ex- expecting a baby, for some reason, mm-hmm. it always makes me cry. I don't know why. Hmm. Have you seen that movie, What to Expect When You're Expecting? No. Do you know that You know that format of like rom-coms where it's like the Love Actually format, where it's like a bunch of storylines and they like interlap? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, there's like been lots of iterations of that. There's like Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve and stuff. Um what to expect when you're expecting is that, but it's about a bunch of mothers that are pregnant and like oh, how it's like their a, world. It's like a pregnancy pulp fiction. Yeah, <laughs> no, like it is. And in my opinion, it's the best. I think that's the best version of that like structure. Like it's just so emotionally effective because they all end up giving birth on the, at the same time. And one family adopts. So they adopt all at the same time and, and when I watched that movie, from the beginning, I'm like, God, I'm never fucking having kids. I'm never getting pregnant. By the end of it, I'm like in tears, sobbing. Like, there's something. Oh I don't know You're why. Awful. I'm like, it's yeah. a little baby. I guess it must be like wired in our brains to kind of find it wonderful. Or maybe we just, I don't know. There's just something about having, I mean, this is a very like heteronormative take, but there's something about having someone that is half you and half the person that you love so much and having that be another person that in your life i don't know like i'm literally can i, can I call that a problematic take you were just like my my child is an extension of myself and my partner <laughs> no it is a problematic take which is why i'm never having kids <laughs> it is a problematic take it still i makes don't want to me... have any extensions of myself there's enough of me already and i hate it that's why <laughs> I just feel so emotional whenever there's like a pregnancy scene. So when like Skylar and Walt go like, oh, it's a girl. And then Skylar starts getting emotional. I just like get really teary. I don't know why. I just, it just happens. It's, a, it's kind of a beautiful scene. It, it's yeah. one of the only times when they're shown like happy together. Yeah. It's just so sweet. So however, it is then fucking ruined because Walt's an idiot. So then, then, um, what is Sky? Sky's like, you know, wait. Who's Jesse Pinkman? No, no. Before he, this, no, no, no. There's guard. one bit okay, before sorry. that where um, I can't remember what Walt says, but I think Walt was like, um, I can't wait. I'm so glad it's a girl. Like, perfect. I really want a girl. And then, and then Skylar makes a kind of like weird comment. But it's, I can see its purpose in the thing where Skylar says, you remember that when she's 16 and starts dating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but don't forget, you're a misogynistic <laughs> bastard. <laughs> and then it would have, it. the reason why I do like it is because it makes Walt realize I'm not going to be alive to see my daughter turn 16. Oh, uh, yeah. He's not, he's, I'm not going to survive in 
long enough to be a real misogynistic bastard to my teenage son. Like, <laughs> my, my daughter's never going to experience that. Is Skylar the type of mom to get her, to get Holly, like, a onesie that said says, like, does this make me look fat on it? You know what I mean? I think... <laughs> I think Marie would buy her that because she'd think yeah. that Skylar would want it, but neither of them want it. Or, like, do you think when Junior was born, they got the, like, lock up your daughters? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I think they might. Yeah, I, they definitely have that vibe. Like, of just have those really weirdly, like, straight, like, <laughs> like straight couture. Yeah, you know? Hank would think it was hilarious. <laughs> what wouldn't actually, like, see a anything wrong with it and Skylar would just go along with it because she's forced to be so passive in her marriage. So then speaking of Skylar being passive she then confronts Walt about Jesse Walt kind of plays it off like oh no I... She fucking mm. she fucking catches him off guard and I love this scene It's actually my favourite scene No this is a good scene This is a fucking good scene She fucking like she Homes it in like that, but like the bit, you know, the detective confronts the uh, suspects. You know what I mean? Fucking rattles his cage, and he's like, "Deals me pot." <laughs> he deals me pot. Yes. What are you gonna do about what? it? And she's like, "Who the fuck do you think you are, white boy?" <laughs> Walt says, "Walt." So, <laughs> Walt lies and says that he <laughs> he buys. Pot from Jesse. And the entire scene is hilarious. No, you don't. You steal pot from Jesse. <laughs> exactly. He <laughs> lies so much. Even his lies have lies in them. But um he says he says this line and this really kind I really of like this. he says, mm-hmm. I kinda no not not yet. I I'm really taking my time on this scene because I love it. He <laughs> says, I've been buying pot from Jesse from Pinkman, and then Skylar's like, Pot? what and then he goes i kind of like it and i wrote it's the most honest walt is about his own behavior anytime walt has to spin a story there's a fragment of truth in it that he uses to support his lies and when he says i kind of like it i want to imagine he's referring to that like feeling of i cooked and i killed them and like because that's what he's talking about he's like i'm doing that i kind of liked it and he's so honest. In terms about of like that. the writing, that is what he's saying. I yeah, guess. that's what. Although I mean. he, you cannot deny, he's also high. Yeah, as he's also that. high as fuck. <laughs> but I want, I like to believe that he's referring to. Okay, my recording stopped. I don't know where. I'm pretty sure it just stopped recording. Um, but I just want to go back and say that a bit again, just in case. So, yeah. Walt, do you have the actual line written down? Or did... No, but it's something okay. along the lines yeah. of, yeah, like... So he says, like, yeah. he turns to Skylar, Skylar and he, and he just goes... I love you. Yeah. <laughs> but, and I, I, you know, I'm, I'm... We do a lot for each other, and we have a really great relationship, but what I need you to do for me right now is to climb <laughs> out of my ass. <laughs> can you do that for me? Such a, yeah, he's, he's just like, can you do it. that? Can you do that for me? And it's fucking. I just I wrote the incels it's cheered. Oh my god, we have a we have a my bitch wife moment. <laughs> oh, it is a total my bitch wife it's, moment. Hold on, I've got it. I've written down my bitch wife doesn't want me to smoke fat doobies, <laughs> and that, that's. 
my bitch wife. So we, I think this is our first my bitch wife moment in this episode. It's a my bitch wife moment. Mm. First and only, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um. So it was. Fu- it's just fucking hilarious. I. I. I think my favorite waltz is when he's just unapologetically just a dick. Like he's not even trying to hide it. He's like, "Can you climb out of my ass?" Like. <laughs> <laughs> he, like the whole illusion of him being a patient and kind man just falls away because he, yeah. has, he doesn't have the patience to do it at the moment. Climb out of my ass. <laughs> Which there's I thought like was a, hilarious when I was 15. There's like a Joe Pesci quality to it. Like <laughs> like Joe Pesci and Goodfellas. It's there's got a that vibe. to it. Yeah. So then um I just wrote Walt is teaching again and sitting in on a test <laughs> for that next teacher. scene. He's it's just an insert. Teacher. Yeah, it's an insert of him being a bad teacher. He, um, he's so he's so out of it. He's just randomly he's like stop, and everyone looks at him like, what's what's what do you mean? Then Jesse gets high and decides to drag Amelia's body out of the caravan. It gets about halfway, like almost just past his car, when he is interrupted by Detective Skylar White, who decides to pay him a little visit. Oh, this is such can a good you, scene. Can the you do tension, this scene for me? The because... humor. I've only got one bit written down, but yeah, he he's literally like the body is wrapped up in some tarp behind yeah. his car. His, the shoes are poking out, and it's yeah, like... and she's at the gate, like she just like wanders in, and he's. Like, fuck. He was so caked and he's still got the fucking... He's still got the foundation all over him. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong shade, but... Who, yeah, it's a bit knows? dark. It's a bit dark. Um, She's like... I just want to talk. And he's like, you got to get the fuck out of here right now, man. Um, And she's like, don't touch me. So she's already like... She's, she's like, don't touch me. And he's like, I'm not touching. I'm not touching. I ain't touching. Yeah. It's a really great, it's a beautiful scene. But when she's like, I'm, oh. She's like, who <laughs> My are name you, is Skylar yo? White. My name is Skylar White, yo. <laughs> As <I> am... in, <laughs> wait, what is, I wrote it down. My name is Skylar White, yo. My husband is Walter White, yo. <laughs> I love Anagun. I, I so, love her is wonderful. so much. Wait, this is a Mrs. Kettleman moment. By which my, by which I assume you mean out of touch girl boss. This, yes. Like, <laughs> like, and the thing is, she thinks she's so above him. She's like, my name is Walter White. Yo. I, my, my husband she, is, yeah, I she's mean, got uh, this Skylar condescending white, white privilege quality. Yeah. yeah. Very middle and class. I just, I just love it. And then Jesse's just like, like just still like, just she's just freaked out about the body. Like he doesn't yeah, have time to like the be fact really that, the fact that this <laughs> isn't going where he was expecting it to go is like got him totally flawed and he doesn't know what's going on right now because he really thought he was busted. Especially when she's like, He told me everything and he's looking at her like Yeah. What the he's fuck, like, man. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. He's and then himself. she's like Yeah, and then <laughs> she's like never 
sell pot to my husband again. And the look on his face, a thousand Oscars. Absolutely fucking phenomenal. I love this bit. It's so good. It's just, and he just does this like side eye thing, like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's like he's looking at the camera on the office. Yeah, it's literally like the most, the most, like, confusion, cringe, annoyance, and relief at the same time where he's no idea what he's at right now. I love it so much. And then Jesse just kind of goes with it. Good on him. I'm so happy. And she's like, and maybe, maybe you should (laughs) clean up your ass. Get advice. get a job somewhere else. (laughs) And he's like, okay, I'll I'll do that. I'll get a I'll get a real job. And she's like, okay, bye. I think think this is the Skylar doesn't see Jesse in person until like season five, I think, or four. Until they have that she dinner. doesn't see much of him, no. They haven't. They don't. They don't um, hang out again until they have. They have that dinner in season four or five. Um, and yeah, so it's just brilliant. It's a beautiful scene. Jesse then lugs the body into the house up the stairs, but it falls back down the stairs. When, like it's like thump, 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 like a thumping oh, down the stairs. It's 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 it's, hor- it's horrid. Like- also, I just realized in my background, you can kind of see Jesse's like fucked foundation eye. Mm. Oh yeah, like, we didn't have a chance to really an- analyze yeah, it. You know we what? We didn't talk about my background. Boy's got some skills. Yeah, he's got the coverage. He's got some blending. Mm, he has blend. Has he? Hey, boy, he's the blender girl. He used to, huh? He's a, he's an MUA. We talked about. <laughs> we established this. Jesse Pinkman. It's one of those MUA. little egg things. <laughs> so, um, he manages to get the bone into the bathtub. I like the way they did the shot where Emilio's face like is pressed up against the glass. Oh yeah, that I th- is that one of the first um like glass surface yeah, GoPro I think shots. So. That they, they have use. quite a few in this show. I really mm. like it. That's probably the first one, yeah. GoPros on things and then shot from below from some kind of glass is is a wonderful visual staple of the show. It's so nice and very nice. I really like it. Good soup. And then uh, yeah, I did. I said they did the shot with trans- transparent bathtub. He starts pouring the acid into the tub, and he starts gagging. And then he goes on this kind of like weird little rant where he's like, "Oh, Mister White, what you, what you, like he's just like <laughs> complaining. Like I couldn't think of exact an exact thing he says, but he's basically just kind of talking aloud to himself because he's also high. And he's like, your fucking wife showed up in my house, Mr. White. Like, it's just, he's just going Why are you making little... him sound like, a, like he's from the Bronx? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of hey, what he's Hey, Mr. Not. White, I'm so sick of your shit. <laughs> your wife's in my house. I'm trying to, I'm dissolving bodies over here. <laughs> Hey, I've got parties to dissolve. I think we're at the end of the episode now. This is the last yeah, bit, and which then... has been so. Walt Walt stops back, stops by again. Um, he's like, he learned this. This kind of opens, clears the air up for a lot of things because he's now Jesse knows that um that Walt's brother-in-law is a DEA agent. That's a big deal, 
um, his wife showed up onto him immediately. He already, he's like, oh, first, first little hint into the fact that this man is completely incompetent. Um, yeah, confronts him. Walt has none of it. It just fucking bounces off him because, uh, that's how he be. Yeah, and then. And then Jesse just kind of goes like, "I'm the one that did that. Didn't just sit around getting high. I I barely got him into the bathtub." Oh. And Walt's like, "The bathtub." Did you say bathtub? Yeah. And Jesse goes, "Yeah. Why would I spend money on containers when I had a perfectly good tub upstairs?" And then they kind of hear like a little sizzling, a little, oh. a little sizzling noise. Yeah. And they kind of walk around the corner. Into the hallway, which is directly underneath the master bathroom, mm. and they see just like some red fluid just dripping, drip, drip, dripping. I hate that down the drain. Um, <laughs> uh, that was a Hamilton <laughs> Hamilton oh, reference. It's <laughs> <laughs> <And> just <laughs> dripping through the ceiling onto the ground, and just this look on Walt's face is like, oh. My God! The gloop, the gloops the, out there. The it's... gloop, <laughs> like dripping from the ceiling. It's grim. It's already grim. It's already. You think that's gonna be it. I thought when I first watched it, like originally, like years ago, I thought they were gonna be like, <gasps> and then walk up the stairs and find it in the mm. bath. The fact that when they're looking at it, right in front of them, it just the entire ceiling caves in and collapses, and a giant. Fucking pile Just of a fucking Emilio. Massive gore. Yeah. <laughs> it's Emilio all over the ground. It's Emilio soup special today. Soup. And you can't avoid it. <laughs> oh no. Soup <laughs> special. I mean, Captain Cook. But. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, so. Um, Emilio is all over the ground. He's. He's all gross and makeup department well fucking done. Anytime there's like intense gore on the screen, I'm always like, it's just the makeup department doing their very best. Like <laughs> that's how I justify it. I'm like, it's okay. The makeup and the makeup and SFX people are really talented. <laughs> um, it's real disgusting. My background right now on the call is their faces when they mm. see it. Um, Deborah moment. The biggest it's, of the show so far. What biggest bra moment so far? Mm. You drop yeah. a few bra moments sound I'd say so. <laughs> I'd say so. It's, it's a bra, bra moment. moment. It's insane. Um, so apparently looking at the goofs on IMDb, there is a lot of like scientific inaccuracies to do with yeah, this. Yeah, apparently scene. they got the wrong acid or something. Yeah, and then um Waltz is like, it's a strong acid when actually it's a weak acid and like Yeah, I always thought that it wasn't that bad. Like we used hydrochloric and hydrofluoric acid in science. And yeah. one time I got some of it on my hand. I was fine. <laughs> and that like like there's another bit on the trivia on the goofs thing that says like, um, Walt. What was it? Oh yeah, if the the gas with the acid would need to be like purified or something, and that if it wasn't purified, then Jesse's eyes and lungs would be like completely destroyed by the fumes alone. Like, like there's just yeah. a lot of shit that they left out. Um, 
I totally get that that would annoy some people, especially because the whole concept of that scene being as shocking as it is is kind of built on the fact that Jesse made a scientific mistake. You know what I mean? Um, however, I don't care. The scene is amazing. <laughs> it's, it's really funny, and the acid that probably would have worked would have been unpronounceable. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I just love it. I It's disgusting. It's shocking. It's just truly, like, the you're right, the biggest brum. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, no, I'm looking at the fucking... Um, yeah, I'm looking at the goofs again. One, no high school chemistry classroom would ever have hydrofluoric <laughs> acid or gas masks. And then, the large bottles of acid grabbed by Walt from the chemistry lab are prominently labelled in all caps, HYDROFLORIC ACID. Like it's in, like it, like acne hydrofluoric acid in a fucking cartoon, which is a nice visual for me. So I don't I don't care about some of the scientific inaccuracies. I get how it could be like a bit of a cheat. However, the the emotional payoff is just amazing. It's so funny. It's so shocking. It's just especially when you already know very little about chemistry and whatever. As I think most viewers were like were going into this show back in two thousand nine. Um, it really doesn't matter because it's just the I the miscommunication between these two characters, the constant withholding of information between the two of them just results in the worst shit. And I think this is just a beginning of that trend because that is something that happens over and over and over and over again in the show. The shit communication really is the true villain of this yeah. fucking thing. <laughs> no, Walt. Well, we're still a, <laughs> we're still an anti Walt <laughs> Walt podcast. Damn, almost almost tricked into in the saying that Walt was. Um, and I do believe that is the end of this episode. It kind of ends on that note. Yeah, he sort of looks at Jesse with. Like he has horror, and then he turns around, and the horror's gone, and he's just smug as fuck. It's insane. It's just, especially because Jesse makes. It's funny because Jesse makes such a big deal about like, you know, this is my home. Like, I yeah. want to keep. <laughs> he doesn't care at all. He doesn't give a sh- two shits that Jesse's home has been fucking destroyed. Yeah. Um. Do you have any final notes on this episode before we do worst part, best part? Um, only that I didn't think about the worst part, the best part again. Maybe you I never make do. A note. <laughs> I never do. This is all the best part. <laughs> um, okay. Worst part for me, I'm going to say the little classroom scenes. I don't think they were totally necessary. There were probably better ways to establish his guilt. I think it was just a stepping stone to bring him the show into the full fucking force that it was later on yeah it it didn't really add much most of the most of the scenes they like it didn't didn't reestablish anything we didn't already know about Walt. yeah they you won't gain you'll gain more stuff and i'm also upset that there's no there's no appearance of chad at all (laughs) no he's been replaced with bam who the fuck is bam i don't care who bam is Show- I need to know what Chad's up to and how he's fucking like. <laughs> Do you think it would it would have been funny if they made like a recurring character? 
I wish Chad showed up more. I miss Chad. He was it was such a great like pilot oh, character Chad. to immediately establish how like pathetic Walter White's life is. But we never get to see Chad again and yeah, I miss Chad just for Chad. And what's your best part? My actually what's your worst part? Flipping the table on you. Well, mine was what yours was, which was the classroom inserts. Specifically that bit where he goes, So is this gonna be on the murder? I said is this gonna be on the midterm? Because that's a very like specific storytelling device. That's very tropey. And it's just like I think there could have been other ways to show Walt's mm-hmm guilt and how he's afraid that what he's doing behind the scenes would like compromise his quote-unquote like real life and i just think it was a little cheesy but if i'm gonna do something like that i just like Mm -hmm. like gave me a bad taste in my mouth and just felt really weird would probably be walt's weird like titty story like like that's (laughs) the titty story is a it's it's just like like it's 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 like just it's just so weird. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate it so much. It's a really great scene because it's... it illustrates things. <laughs> it's so funny because... I don't want to actually acknowledge any of the things it illustrates because it's so... If you read into it too much, it's... I can no longer even, like, like this character at all. It's funny because he doesn't even say it in kind of like a fratty way. Like, if Hank... Like, I picture Hank telling the story. He'd be like, <laughs> so yeah, this happens. Like, he'd, he would tell it like that. And also, like, the problem is that Hank would probably think of some way to... Like, there's a setup to this Bringing Shania joke Dwayne. story. But... <laughs> <laughs> so all the, all the girls uh, show too much cleavage. We're just not going to show their picture. We replace... I'm, I'm getting all their <laughs> pictures replace replaced by pictures of Shania, Shania Twain. Dwayne. <laughs> That's actually coming up, I think, maybe in the next episode or the ne- episode after the next. Because it, it, it happens when, when Walt tells Marie and Hank that he has cancer. He's like, you know, um, Shania Twain's mother had cancer, but she, she pulled through, <laughs> so you've got to no, like, forget. That, no, he does bring it up in a really weird way. I don't know how. This is it. I'm establish- establishing a running gag where we pretend that <laughs> we pretend that there are more Shania Twain references. No, that. like there's only like two or three in the whole show, but I just like the You're idea wrong. that he ev- <laughs> the, he makes more references to t- Shania Twain than he ever does to being in the DEA. There's I was more- like, I like the idea that that Hank is constantly <laughs> trying to think of ways to naturally work Shania Twain into every conversation He's he has. Always thinking about her. <laughs> <laughs> so good um yeah it's walt's weird titty story is just it ain't it it's really creepy and he doesn't mm. it's because he says it in such a matter of fact way he does he has no like nuance or like 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 humility in it he goes yeah he, like he's just tell and then yeah and also because he tries to tell it to like fill the silence and i'm like you couldn't have thought of anything else to say this is the worst possible <laughs> thing you could have said right now it sucks so bad and then it's- no one cares yeah it's like he's like oh i have a funny story it's not really a funny story it's just like there's a setup to the joke and there's no punchline it's like, like a weird just- anecdote 
But like, yeah, there's not. It goes nowhere. It achieves nothing. I hate you, Walter Hartwell White. You fucking shit. Get him off the stage. So, and then the oh, we forgot to mention that Junior like brings up the Wonder Bra as well. Oh yeah, Junior knows what it, <laughs> knows what it is, and he doesn't, and it's fuck. So that's mm. what my worst part. No one, no wonder Skylar like spends so much time just like pretending to be a passive person when <laughs> Walt's there, just because she just cannot be asked to deal with his fucking bollocks. Okay, should we do our best parts now? Okay, yeah, best parts. Yeah. Um, my best part obviously was <laughs> like basically everything that Skylar does. Like <laughs> this, really? this episode is rife with really good, really good Skylar stuff. Um, she, like her immediate like investigation of the AT and T phone call that was obviously sus, and then mm. she goes on his website. She finds out what MILFs is. We get an off-screen, like, character development where she finds out that she is a MILF and she really, like, <laughs> gained some, like, newfound confidence. Then she confronts Jessie and, like, there's a body right there. She has no idea what's going on, but she's sure as hell doing her best. I love her. And the fucking, the ultrasound scene, really good as well, like... She holds her weight there. She's having like interesting stuff going on. I really, I really enjoy her in this. And I forgot, like, I only until my second watch did I realize just how active she is and how, like, how quickly she's fucking onto him. Literally, like, second episode, she's she knows something's up and she's already on his tail. Like, She's not just, like, sitting around being like, I wonder what's wrong with Walt. Yeah, like, like se- it takes several episodes before the DEA ever gets involved. And, like, <laughs> she, she's, a, she's way ahead of the curve, Detective Skyler. Well, she knew to Google. The, D- the, the DEA didn't even think to Google. They never, they never do that and go, like, hey, how come you're a, like, we know that there's a fucking meth cook called Captain Cook. Why have you got a website where you say you're Captain Cook? Let's arrest him. They don't ever, never comes up again. The DEA, DEA ain't shit, man. Just a bunch of idiots with tactical vests. Amazing, Skylar, the investigator Skylar truly is a, a a love a lovely addition to this show. I fucking love her. Go on, what's yours then? All right, my best part. It's gotta be the fucking voice message. Cause fuck, <laughs> it's so good. It was between that and when Walt says, "Can you get out of my ass?" Like those two. But it's got to be the fucking voice note, the voice message, because it's so good. It plays perfectly when Skylar's just like, like, <laughs> like she. It's, it's the perfect spaghetti to throw at Skylar's wall because she's just there to react to it. And we get to watch it in full. It's amazing. Amazing best part. Mm. All right. Yeah fucking banging episode love great episode i loved loved it skylar loved basically like every every character was killing it um apart from you bambi and (laughs) um Um, just wanted to say that i am relocating to a different country with where the time zone is a little tricky so future episodes might be a bit sparse depending on whether we can get time to record but I know I'm pretty flexible whenever like 
we can figure it out because I love doing this. This is literally so much fun to do. I love talking about Breaking so Bad and just having Duncan a laugh on, about well, Duncan on, <laughs> on the main character. Any <laughs> any chance we get, but uh, tune in next week or next episode where we cover Better Call Saul. I suppose. Uh, yep, we'll be covering Better Call Saul season one, episode two, mm-hmm. and. Yes, I had so much fun. Please follow us on our social media, which will be linked literally everywhere because I can't be bothered remembering the URL right now. And yeah, I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening, everyone. And vamanos. Wait, we should Vam- say it at the same wait, time. Wait, vamanos, yeah. Uh, vamanos. Vamanos. Wait, okay. Wait. Vamanos. <laughs> okay. I'm going to find out one day I, I'm not saying it properly. <laughs> vamanos. Vamanos. Should we say- vamanos. Yeah. Wait. Vamanos. 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 Okay, yeah. No, no, you right. said we, it at the same time. said it a few times. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All, All right. right. Go- I gotta Goodbye, go. everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.